and start from there. Start with a fresh mind. Start with a new mindset. So you can pretty much give a little bit of time to your thoughts to compose in a, in a perfectly matter. So it's just a matter of... Uh... Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day, they built for hours and hours but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter came to help them find the way. Because of this, makers became founders and earned the money they deserve. Because of this, founders can have growth, freedom, and wealth. Until tomorrow, No Code becomes the next big skill that changes the future of humanity. That's what I'm all about. Hello, my name is Abdulaziz, and from an ethical hacker to a European Ivy League business graduate to a hypnotherapist to a growth marketer, I've lost everything twice. And now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day. The No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter are for the makers and founders who have the proactivity, perspective, and persistence to go on this journey with me and get from experts the answers about money, marketing, and mindsets so that makers become earners, earners become founders, and founders get freedom and create wealth. My guest today is exceptional. His name is Luis Suarez, and from being a university professor for 11 years to a faculty dean for four years, to a marketer and awesome, awesome designer. His love for design began way before he turned seven and created his own first comic book. This interview today will help you understand the lessons Luis learned as a designer and how he brings new ideas to life so you can ship more of your no-code ideas faster, better, and more creatively so you can stand out in your market as someone exceptional. Luis, how are you today? Hey, Abdulaziz. Thank you for having me, sir. It's a pleasure. How are you doing? I'm, good? Happy. I'm happy to have you here. Can you tell me more about your story, the fascination you discovered for design? How did you fall in love with it? And how did that whole thing begin? Oh, wow. It's quite of a journey. Um, if you, if you ever heard, uh, Steve, um, lecture on the university of, uh, I, I can pretty much pinpoint my, my finger. Right? Anyway, uh, Jobs was talking about, uh, connecting the dots. You get yes. to, you get to just, just after everything happens, you, you get to connect all of those dots where lies getting into and everything you learn, as you will say in your introduction, will lead you to another point in your life. And connecting all of those dots will give you the real you that it's right now. Uh, yeah, it's a really funny one because, uh, I mean, I enjoyed so, so much drawing uh, as a kid. Like, you know how happy it is a five years old, six years old kid uh, with some pencils and drawing. And uh, I remember used, I used to fill my whole room uh, with any kind of characters, any kind of drawing. It was this little guy, like, looks like a, like a, like a Ziggy character. I don't know if you know, you know that one. It's a little yeah. bold, bold 
uh, little guy. It's just getting in trouble into anything at all. So I created a character just like that and a bunch of others just to keep on time and just getting creative. So it was really, really cool era. Uh, I learned in that particular moment, I, I love to create something. Uh, I love the idea of you getting birth to uh, something in your head. So my first approach in life was just getting pen and paper, just as any other kid does nowadays. Well, nowadays they, they turn to the table, to, to the iPad and tablet and, and so on and so forth. But reckon Right in those times, it's just so, so fun to explore and being just a kid, it's just a matter of playing and getting, getting all of those characters play with you. So uh, it was the very, very, very first lesson I got was just enjoy the whole thing, right, like a kid. And um, that's a very cool, that's a very cool thing we designers got we're just like kids, you know, we're just like kids getting to create something really, really cool. And we to fall in love with the whole process. So it was very, very fortunate to uh, know exactly what I wanted to do early on. It's pretty good. Uh, it's a very, very cool uh, adventure to have. And uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty much, pretty much uh, what it did back then. Like that getting awesome. draw a lot. It's, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I just want to say something really, really quick is that you're saying that it's playing like kids and that's the secret to longevity. If you're not doing what you love, then you end up being just, you know, frustrated and then it becomes a hassle and you procrastinate and then in the end it's oh, yeah. over. So it's much more important to do something that you love so that you have the energy to do it for years and years than do something just for money or whatever and then burn out. Yeah, but to you, let's talk about your creative process because to me, when I write, and I, I, I'm, not, I'm really bad at drawing. So if I drew it, stick figures and really looking <laughs> like uh, uh, really weird things. But if I write, it's like in my mind, I feel... I, I see like papers and then the words are being written on them. And then in my heart, I feel like this giving birth, like you said, feeling that is a bit of stress. But when it's finished, it's like a big release. And I have a friend who is a painter and she says that when she knows it's time to paint, she feels energy in her hand that it wants to move. And then she goes to the canvas and will draw and she knows that something creative will come out. What, do you have something like this in your process where something in your body or in your mind or in your emotions tell you that you need to design or that you have an idea that's forming? Wow, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a really, really good uh, question. Um, the creative process is just a really messy thing like, like, it's, it's just, it's just like, like, like underwear, just messy and just for every single one of us. Like, it's not the exact same. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say, I would say you, you need to, as Picasso said, you, you, you need, you need to keep on working or for you to find, um, inspiration, you need to find you working. Uh, I would not say this is a particular process when it comes to getting into the mood. Uh, I believe just just having the ease of mind, 
right? So this is a, this is a cool book uh, about, uh, about creativity by John Cleese. It's a very cool one. And um, which, by the way, I may recommend to every single one uh, that's into a creative field, no matter if you're a photographer or a graphic designer, web designer, uh, or a painter or a writer. It's a really, really cool, really, really good uh, book. And he says, like, you, you need to, you need a peace of mind. You, you need a peaceful mind, and give a little bit of time for your mind to process all information. Get creative. You cannot, you cannot go creative on call, uh, and you, you cannot leave anything like for the last two seconds of your de- for your deadline, because you're not gonna get uh, there. You need to keep on working little by little and just have a peaceful mind, like to get into the zone, if you will. And uh, that's, a, that's exactly the reason why I get some really nice tweets <laughs> to, to publish on Twitter. And I think of those like showering, for example, just by having the, just like having the, your mind on an idle setting. So you can pretty much out of the blue get an idea. It's a really, really crazy thing. Really, really uh, messy thing to, to to try to express uh, being the creative mind, but it all it all comes down to an easy mindset. I I, I would say so. I generally start from an idea, a basic idea, or should I say an objective, main goal. I am a true believer of the uh, human kindness, and uh, I, I'm a positive person uh, all day long. And I, I believe in true spirit, true human spirit, that is. And I try to convey that into my work, into my designs. That, that's exactly why I always talk about being human, being, uh, or should my, um, the mojo I use uh, would be web design for humans. Because that's basically what we do. We talk with other humans. We, we are humans. And uh, to get there, you need to start first with a goal, with a mission. Okay, I want to do this. I want to make this easier, or I want to get this message across in a more easy way. I want them to do this. And from that general idea, you just ask yourself, how do I get there? Now, the one thing that it's messy, it's like the whole journey. The design is not, uh, it's not, a, it's not a destination. Some, some people think of it like, like a destination. I need to get there. I need to be there. Um, I need to get there as soon as possible in the best possible way. And it's just not like that. It's just like the whole journey of getting there, uh, getting the, uh, the uh, ideas and throwing all of those ideas to the wall to see what sticks and then keep on moving that particular idea into another step and go all the way. So it's a really, really messy, messy space to be with, uh, to be in. And uh, it's it's just a matter of keeping the goal in front of you and just getting 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 there and trying out new things it's a really really complex really really complex way of thinking in my 11 yeah. years my 11 years uh most like 12 13 years of uh being a university professor um the one thing the one thing i'm i'm uh, i i i i notice more i notice it and in my my students would be the eagerness to get all things done right away like you need to give time to your brain to process all things you cannot 
rush a thing. You cannot rush a design and just call it a day. And when my students ask me, uh, Mr. Luis, uh, how, how about this? Would you like this? How am I going? I will always say to them, talk with your pillow. Talk with your pillow. Just get a nice rest. And next day, take a look at the same thing you did and start from there. Start with a fresh mind. Start with a new mindset. So you can pretty much give a little bit of time to your thoughts to compose in a, in a perfectly matter. So it's just a matter of uh, working with time, should I say. That's the whole idea. That's actually very beautiful. It reminds me of a few things. One is uh, Nietzsche who said that uh, life is the process of constantly reorienting yourself in the face of uncertainty. And when Einstein was asked, how does he work? He said, I grope in the dark. And it reminds me of the concept by Mark Forster, who is a, a real big productivity guru that nobody heard of. It's <laughs> about psychological readiness, where he said there are some things we try to force ourselves to do things before we are psychologically ready for them, which doesn't work. And that messes up our productivity. And Edward Dubono, who talks about how you need a bunch of bad ideas and sit on them for it, to allow them to ferment into good ideas because they will cross-pollinate together and you cannot just go from good idea to good idea to good idea. Good ideas come from a lot of really weird and unusual and bad and unworkable ideas that will really move you into a new way of thinking that bring other ideas to fruition. And you as a person... I feel that your spirit is actually very unique and you have, like, I can imagine that the way you view the world is not the same as everyone does. And it's not only about design, it's the way I think your brain is a bit different in a good way. What is to you a human spirit and how do you view reality and the world that you notice other people don't really see it that same way? Wow, that's that's well. But first of all, thank you for for, for your kind uh, words, Lucas. Uh, yeah, uh, well, let's put it that way. I cannot conceive you may talk to another being, another human being, just another being. Think of it just like 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 so in general. Like you can talk to another being, like you being the same in the wrong way. I mean. Like, like, like we, we are this huge blue marble uh, we use as a spaceship to move across time and space. And it's, I, I don't conceive we treat as each other different. Um, like the, we, we humans are just, we just grab it, such, such a huge gift. Uh, we get to think, we get to believe. We get to talk, we get to walk, we get to create, we get to love. I mean, we get to do so many things. There's just a true gift from God. And there's like no point to uh, just just argue with each other and point out what your defects will be or why do you talk that way or why do you do that, that thing or why do you walk like that. Um, uh, just a matter of 
a common sense of being, right? That I believe we we or any any given group could uh, feel like the same, like tigers and lions and and, and dogs and cats, uh, whatever. But we 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 get to go further to that particular point into we get to create things, and that's a beauty. It's a beauty. Uh, we get to create basically magical stuff, and we can pretty much spend all day and night or or, 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 or morning uh, talking uh, about what we may create as a human beings. But the thing thing is, we need to to, to we need to treat uh, to treat each other in a little bit better way. It's what I'm trying to say. So my take on that one is. One little thing I may do in that huge sea of people, because we are just a drop, I am a drop, you are a drop, in that huge sea of people, a huge sea of human beings. So on my side, I can pretty much do design in a more humanly way. So that's, that's, my, 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 that's my two cents. That's what I can do. That's what I have learned what I have trained for, that's what I have studied. So that, that's that's basically how do we, uh, each and every one of us can pretty much make a difference, no matter how you might think it's uh, small is, it's not. We can pretty much make an impact. But that that's that's the beauty. That's, that's the beauty of, of, of humankind. We believe, or I believe, uh, we live just a hectic times and uh, with all has happened uh, this particular year and we're living in a more kind of a faster superficial way and we get lost on so many things it's a nice thing to now and then stop a bit read a bit and just think of it what can you do to make the world a little bit of a better place uh i, I think i talked too much <laughs> you're talking too much <laughs> No, 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 it's perfect. So I, if I understood you correctly, you're saying that in some way design is a mode of communication where you're being kind to the human beings who will receive it and therefore you're contributing a bit to the unity of the human species by seeing the similarity and the humanity of others rather than the differences Did I understood you correctly yeah 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 pretty much you got it on point uh like we can do something no matter what you do you're a photographer you're a writer you're a designer uh you're a cook uh you're a doctor you're a teacher it's something you can do in fact you can do to make things better so uh i tried to do that i tried to think of it uh when going uh, in, uh into a new project whatever that is and uh, just to make it better, just to just to just to get in touch, just just to just to convey a feeling. We, we humans get, get get so much to feel, and uh, on my side, on my little trench, uh, I can only work on the sign. I can. I, I am no doctor. Um, I am no uh, politician. I am no uh, surgeon or whatever. But my field, my field, I can make things better. I can make a little bit things better. I can improve on things. I can make uh, people today easier, uh, enjoying themselves, uh, having less of a problem. 
And that, that's the whole idea uh, about design, making a better world. You can pretty much make a better world on your side, on your trench. So that's, that's the whole idea. That's actually beautiful. And I'm noticing something about you. And let me know if I'm noticing right. Mm-hmm. Um, most designers are visual. But I believe more and more that you're kinesthetic. And in some ways, design for you is a way of synesthesia, where you're transmitting and transforming emotions into design rather than beginning with the aesthetics and looking for the harmony and beauty of objects. You're more about the expression and the crystallization of emotions. Did I understand this correctly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you got it on point. I haven't done the, a particular test, but uh, yeah, I got some people to reach out to me to say exactly that one. Uh, uh, like you get to notice a little bit better, like those emotions, how to convey those, how to connect, how to connect those. And I really, really see way. And yeah, yeah, pretty much, uh, you got it on point. Um, most of the designers just rely on eyes, just rely on, on, on beauty sometimes, like in, on make an impact and uh, make it uh, uh, make it just important or uh, just just to make it. A really, really good eye, eye candy, if you will. But that's that's just a part of it. Like, there's an emotion to it, and there's a goal, there's a main goal here. And we're dealing with people. That's we we deal with another humans. So that's that's I uh, what I try to uh, convey to my students back in those days, has been years by now, but. Uh, the whole idea, the whole idea will be how do I connect with one person or a group of person, group of people, how to connect with them using visuals. That's that's a challenge there. Or how how do I connect with them with an idea, right? Because it, it, it could be it could be a website, uh, it could be a, a mobile app, but also it could be a Book cover, for example, it could be it could be almost anything at all. That's that's how do we connect? That's how do yeah, we? Can you define get- what is the meaning to you? Because this is very interesting. What is connection, and how do you believe it happens between humans? We react based on emotions, and there's two main emotions. We humans get to feel, and that's either love or hate. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that would be love and fear. So we react based on those two. We love, and we react, or we fear something, and we react. Now, by using those two emotions, we can pretty much connect with every single person, every human being. Now, how do we get to connect? We get to connect by feeling or getting to show, getting to feel the exact same feeling. Uh, It's going to be like like a time machine. Like Think of it like this. You get to see or maybe even hear a a song, for example. And if you hear a song from your childhood or uh, when when you were just a teenager, um, you can pretty much transport yourself to that particular moment. Or maybe you have taste 
uh, some dish and it reminds you of your mom or your or your aunt or your grandma. And you can pretty much get into that particular point in time just to train out the dish. That's the whole idea when it comes to emotions. So we try to convey an emotion to get that person into another state, another moment in time, where he gets to, he gets to remember that particular emotion. So it's a matter of, I would say, reflection. That would be the, the, the word uh, I'm looking for. So we get to reflect that same emotion. So that particular person that may see your book cover or your website or hear your song or read your article gets to be one more time in that particular space, in that particular spot in space and time. So it can, can relate to a particular uh, feeling. It can relate to a particular uh, article. It can relate to a particular visual right there. So that generates a response. And response would be either good or rejection, to be, to be real, real crude in uh, that, particular, that particular way. So one more time, we, we, get, we get to get to be human, right? Get to show a particular feeling that we can all know. We can pretty much, we can pretty much uh, see each other's moments uh, when we hear a lost song and we get to, we get to remind us of our first love, for example. That's how do we connect? We get to go beyond, go beyond uh, the paper, go beyond the pixel, go beyond the screen to connect with that particular human being in the exact same way uh, our dads or moms used to cook for us, or we get to hear a particular song. So um, uh, it's Very just. Nice. It's just one more time about uh, think, thinking a little bit, thinking a little bit, what does this makes you feel? What does this article makes you feel? What does this book cover makes you feel? So you can pretty much think about, about the colors, about the, compos- the whole composition. Uh, I mean, every single, every single detail, every single tiny detail that the solution or the work they, they have, no matter if it's uh, an article, a song, or uh, a design. So that's basically, okay. basically the whole idea. So if I understood you correctly, you're playing with the principle of contrast first, because if you give people any mild emotion, it's not effective enough to impact them. So the really high emotion, which is love, or the really low, which is uh, fear are the ones fear. that will, yes, that will trigger them. And the way that people resonate, which is called resonance, is either if you make them feel an emotion that they know you're feeling too, so there is a shared experience together of the same emotion, and that right. what really connects people is emotion, or you trigger in them a memory through that feeling of some past that they either loved or reject, which is, you know, two strong emotions, and they're necessary. You cannot be loved if you're not open to being rejected. And if you're rejected, not everyone will reject you. Some will love you for the reason that others reject you. So when they have this past memory, they feel you're familiar because in some way, it's like those uh, fortune tellers 
that they say Barnum statements that don't mean anything, but the person translates in their mind into a previous experience. And they're like, oh my God, they know my life so well, but they didn't say anything. So in a way, you're doing this kind of um, using um, design and colors and everything to either have a shared emotion or to trigger a previous uh, memory through emotion so that they feel, oh my God, we have a shared experience together, so we're connected. And it doesn't have to be like manipulation. This is how humans work. Oh, yeah, so. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you, we, we, we work based on emotions. Uh, so that's that's the easiest way. That, that's that, uh, I will not use the word trick. I, I can pretty much... Trigger, jump. I said, not trick. Oh, trigger. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the word trick, that's, which is, by the way, one word I do not like. Uh, that'd be yeah, like yeah. the exact same trick um, um, salespeople may, uh, may use from time to time. And yeah, as you will said, it's not a manipulation. It's not manipulation. It's just like setting the exact same ground for the two of us to talk freely, to share experiences freely. That's that's the whole idea. That's the, that's the whole idea, and by being such an evolved species, uh, we we're incredibly complex. We're, we're incredibly complex, we, we human beings. But uh, those two, those those two can pretty much apply to almost every single thing. Uh, like you get to love because you like the other person, so you react based on love. For example, you get a flower to your loved one, for example, say something. Or you can act based on fear. For example, uh, uh, some lady uh, uh, doesn't want to leave her, her, her husband. She don't love her husband, but she's in fear. Her kid or her daughter may have a hard time. So she chooses to not to divorce, just keep in living the exact same way. So we work on those two uh, ranges of feelings, we, we act either on love or, or fear most of the time. For, for example, uh, one single thing that will be pretty much common in almost all of us, that will be uh, the FOMO or FOMO. That's, that's what social media triggers on us. Fear, fear of missing out. Yeah, there you go. Fear of missing out. Like, we need to keep on scrolling Twitter. We need to keep on scrolling Instagram. We need to keep scrolling Facebook because we, we, we want to be updated every single second of the day and we don't want to miss anything at all we don't we don't want to feel out of the pack right we don't want to feel that we are lonely that we are just an outcast we're socials humans are pretty much social beings we like to share in groups we want to belong we want to be loved and uh th that's that's exactly uh the the reason why social media uh, just get us every single time, but that's 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 a topic for another another podcast. I will say it's a huge, it's a huge amount of, of many many things when we talk about social media nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, we pretty much we pretty much uh, work in that way. We're kind of a really complex being, right? And I love it. And because of this, I believe, and I don't know if correct me if I'm wrong about this. I believe that many people have this misconception that they can be loved by everyone or they can impact everyone or like the manipulators, they think, oh, there is a trick, like you said, to uh, 
persuading everyone. And my truth and reality is different, is that our first prime directive should be to find our people that out in this world, we are very, very complex from 100 person. You won't love everyone and not everyone will love you, no matter your design and how perfect it is or symmetrical. So your goal shouldn't be to be liked and appeal to everyone, but to know yourself and your taste and your emotions and your principles and your values and create a kind of beacon in this world of light that shines and the right people will understand and will come through it and everyone else. It's like a dog whistle that only dogs hear and nobody else. Mm -hmm. That's my belief. And that's why I don't even believe that tricks exist or manipulation. Only if people are lying, then they're like, oh, good manipulators. But you cannot do anything to make everyone do something because humans don't respond in the right way. And therefore, affinity and people who are your tribe, those will come to you through honesty, authenticity, and expression of truth. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much on point. Uh, I don't know if I got you well, but uh, just you just said, be yourself. Be yourself and be loved, right? I am saying, be a very communicator of mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, if there is a, a thing to learn is how to improve the way of communicating yourself, but you cannot be yourself until you know who are yourself and we're not born knowing this. It's through life and reflection that we learn who we are. And about be love, I think that we discriminate against hate and rejection too much in our culture and it's the yin and the yang. We mm -hmm. should not be have our boundaries open to everything, but we should actually have things we reject so that we open the space and the resources for the things we love. Yeah, pretty much on the same ground, right? And th that's, 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 that's exactly what makes us humans in the first place. Yes. And what do you think your students throughout all these years were missing? Something, a message or some myth or misconception they had that if they knew they would design much more humanly? I would say, I would say, just think about us. That's, that's, that's the best way I, I can pretty much put it. Like, like all of us, like how we uh, can improve our life, how we can improve our planet, how we can improve every single bit of things we may do and just try to convey that feeling, that thought into your work. And yes. I, will, I, I will put the message uh, amount with trust your guts. Yes. To my students, like, uh, let me think of it. That would be the exact same thing I may uh, share with my younger self. Like, if you could, if you could have a time machine right now, Abdulaziz, what would you say to your younger self, for example? Oh, my God. I will say that really life is much more about, mm -hmm. like, 
unearthing the true you and letting go and shedding out so many things rather than adding more and thinking that there is an answer out there and there is something missing that you need to add. It's more about there is too much stuff that's on the way of your who you are. And when you shed it out, you'll be much more free and light to be exactly as you are and then to trust your instinct because we are the descendants of so many generations that are evolved to be very, very, very effective. And therefore, it's not about not trusting the body and the instincts and the emotions and trying to think of a better idea, but to take those sparks of instinct and develop them because they're right. Wow. That's, that's huge. Very, very, very solid advice. That's, that's, that's a beauty right there. Thank you. And you, since you asked me the same, mm-hmm. I mean, but no, I'll ask you, I had a question that I wanted just, you know, to ask you, because you believe in humanity. Let's say you had all the resources you want, all the people that want to support you and work with you, and you had 10 years to create something in this world that you believe will be good for us, all of us. And then you're there 10 years from now, satisfied with the result, and you look back at today, what happened during those 10 years that made you really happy with what you were able to achieve if you had unlimited power and result and support from everyone? Ah. Uh... Well, that, that, that could be a book. <laughs> that could be a movie. That could be a whole, uh, whole production. Uh, this is a huge, really cool, huge question. But what could be one small thing that if changed, you'll think, okay, the world is moving a little bit. You know, like Archimedes, he said, give me a uh, you know, place to stand and deliver, and then mm. he can move through the world leverage the whole world what is a small thing that you know if happened in this world the trajectory of humanity will totally be moving in the direction you believe is good for us believe in us just a one single person think of it like a one single person yes self-esteem in the world yeah yeah pretty much it's it's really amazing how uh, it's been really amazing for me how bees and ants work. Like they, each and every bee, each and every ant knows what to do without being told what to do. And each and every one of those will work on its own just for the benefit of a pack or just the benefit of the whole species or the whole hive, for example. And that's that's what that's I believe what we're missing at the moment. Like we don't we don't miss we don't think uh, where we all going. Just think about where am I going? And that that's that's the whole thing. It's the whole thing about there's so many issues right now, and it comes down to me, 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 and me, me, me. Instead of us, me, for example. So I would I would say yeah, like 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 
unified way of thinking that we're not even close yet? It's a really, 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 really good question you got there. Yeah, and I hear from you that you think that the world is too much win-lose and it needs more win-win and people who think that when we win, they win too. It's not about taking a piece of the pie. It's more about making the pie bigger for everyone and then everyone will have a bigger piece because they weren't too selfish or too self-centered to forget that it's like the body. If the heart tries to do its own benefit and not of the whole body, then everybody will die. <laughs> the whole yeah, body will much. be harmed, you know? Yeah, pretty much. That, that's the word I was, I was looking for, self-centered. Yes. And Thank you. I mean, we can talk, like you said, about this for a whole month. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love our conversation. You're really like somebody very intelligent, and you have the wisdom that comes from both reflection, experience, and embodiment which is very important. And many people, you feel like they're a brain or a head, and then the body is disconnected, which is never achieves true wisdom. It only gets you cognitive ideas that might be totally disconnected from reality because your body is your vehicle to touch life and know what is real and what is not, rather than living in fantasy. And tell us about your work, how people can find you, where they can learn more about you, and if they need any design work, how to begin a conversation with you, Luis. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm, I'm an upper person. Uh, my DMs are open on, on Twitter. And uh, you may follow me at uh, on Twitter. I'm at designaid underscore web. And uh, you may look for uh, LinkedIn. Same goes by my name, Luis Suarez. I'll be happy to connect with you. My All my uh, channels are open. Seems as uh, my YouTube channel, which I need to update a little bit more. And I am currently in the whole process of uh, taking down the very first and biggest task we uh, designers uh, need to tackle. That would be our own portfolio. <laughs> I'm still working on, on my, my own portfolio. And uh, yeah, my, my pretty much my, my main channel with Twitter, and I, I love, I love, I just love Twitter. Uh, it's just a huge playground for thought, and uh, it's my, my main uh, go-to social media app. I, I got, I got also, I got also Instagram. Uh, you may look up for me, exact same design a dot web. Yeah, and, and can you speak though? What do you like? What kind of designs do you do? What exactly and specifically so that people, because design is more of a conceptual umbrella world, word, can you give us the more concrete things like you design websites or you design book covers and you design like uh, movie posters and I, I don't know what exactly you do and you love to do. Can you speak about that in particular? Oh, yeah, pretty much. I, fo- I focus on web design and digital products. And uh, every single thing in between those two, as a matter of fact, um, the idea the idea here will be working pixel. I really love working with pixels. So uh, that'll be 
just and only web design specifically for startups. I really love the startup scene and how to build, how to get something that will be just an idea and get to build it up. It's pretty cool. And uh, digital products as well. Uh, one of the digital products I'm currently working will be, it's called, this is a prime here. Uh, it's called Threader. It's a new way to tweet. So you can pretty much tweet a whole thread uh, in a more easy, fun way. It's very, very cool. And uh, that, that's, that's, that's the whole, uh, it, it all comes down one more time to giving a hand, a helping hand. I really love the startup scene and helping out how uh, building something from the ground up. So that's that's my main key. Uh, so I help I help companies and uh, organizations to get the ground up when it comes to, when it comes to digital. I build their websites, services, and digital products. Uh, when it comes to the front end or uh, the visual part and the user experience part of the whole product. So they can pretty much get a um, faster, faster start going immediately to being able to connect in an easy way with the customers. So that that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea about my freelance work, my uh, my uh, freelance web designer work, just to give a helping hand, just a new perspective on uh, to startups. So they can pretty much they can pretty much hit the ground running. Okay. So if I used you know my own principles of communication to to really clarify everything you said, then I will try. So startups they want to appeal. I will say okay. Startups want more customers, but the problem is most people don't see really the instinctly instinctly the value of whatever app or software that is being created so you are there aware of the human emotions and the way that humans connect correct so you create design Mm -hmm. that connects people to the app so that they can understand at an emotional level what is the idea behind that app or software or whatever the startup is about. And therefore, people and startups should contact you on Twitter, on Luis Suarez. Uh, you have um, your own Twitter. It's not that, that's your name, Luis. Yeah, um, that'll be at the sign aid uh, underscore yes. web. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so that the startups can actually grow faster and don't have that period of struggle and uncertainty and not having enough customers and fearing maybe they'll go out of business because they're not working. But with your design, people can just through the visuals already understand and connect with the app. And therefore, more customers will be helped. More money will be there for the startup to survive and grow and thrive thanks to your design, correct? Yes, sir. You got it on point. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I basically get to talk with their own uh, to their own customers and just make them sell more. That's the whole idea, mm-hmm. basically. Perfect. Well, it's good. You see, there are th- some things to your designer, me communicator with words. So 
we oh, both wow. yeah. do similar things, but in a different way. So I was helping you with your own messaging because I understand that it's it's difficult for everyone to communicate about themselves. That's why one of the benefits of you doing it, if you are working on your portfolio, it's much more difficult than creating amazing design for another company. Oh, and yeah. most people don't understand this, that to uh, sell yourself is so, so difficult, even for masters. But to go to somebody's business and give them high sales, you can do that. But sometimes to yourself, it's you need an eye, a new eye, and other people need that from you as well. Oh yeah, yeah, it's just just so so difficult. And you got on point, abilities. Uh, you capture every single word perfectly, and uh, yeah, it's it's so hard. But just just the creative mess. We just talked a little bit early on, like yes. and all the pressure we get into ourselves, and how do you do? We see ourselves. It's like a whole different way. It's a really complex thing. And that's the cool part. That's the cool part about the whole messy creative process approach. It's very, very cool. And you you got, you capture perfectly, perfectly uh, my thoughts. Well, thank you very much. To our listeners, I say I wish them a good day and uh, goodbye to everyone. Mm-hmm.